0: What is up, everybody? Welcome to Finding Demo Surf Fishing on a Wednesday. I know. The lives will always go on Wednesdays. I find that works a little bit better, but it's always in good times. So uh you can find this tonight on Facebook where it is Finding Demo Surf Fishing. You can also find it on Panhandle Surf Fishing. And then if you're on YouTube, you can find it through YouTube at Finding Demo Surf Fishing as well. Tonight's episode, we are talking to, if you look in that top, there we go, yeah, there it is, boop, top corner there, we're talking with Ninja Tackle, that's right, we're talking to Matt Poole. He's got a lot of great information, and I mean, I want to embellish it more, but I'm not going to, so we're going to leave it be. Tonight's episode is sponsored by True Braid. Go over to TrueBraid.com and take a look at all the products he has for his lines, they are definitely spooled up on mine i can actually say i'm very happy with it i'm very comfortable with it the lines are very well made um and yes we will eventually have an episode with him as well so all right hope you got your pen and paper ready and you're ready to go because you listen to find demo surf fishing here we go <laughs> All right, here we go, everybody. New week. Everything is going to be freaking fun. We got a lot of good stuff to talk about. Uh, Yes, the comments will be streaming. Yes, I will be reading them. Yes, we will eventually do back and forth on questions and answers. So if any of you want to ask questions, by all means, welcome to it. I will try to get to them. Yes, I do have my own questions. We don't change things around the way we normally do it. Everything still follows the same protocol. So JC, welcome. How you doing, Brian? Good to see you we got some more sponsors coming up tonight through the episode, and they will be named. As you know, we have that wonderful little bait check thing that happens every 25 minutes. But if you're watching this from the beach, I hope you're doing really well, because it's the sunset bite, which means the fishing is going to be really good. All right. One bit of warning before I bring him on. We're both known to drop bombs in our phone calls. So if there's an accidental listener discretion is advised, I wanted to at least put that out. So, all right. Without further ado, because I see him in the background, welcome to the show, Matt
1: Pool. What's happening, everybody? I hey, I don't everybody. know what this bomb thing is that we're talking about. What bomb? <laughs> what? What are you talking about? <laughs> Man, it's it is good to see your face. Thank you, thank you. I was gonna say I I'm I'm glad to be seen. I guess. Good to yeah. see you. <laughs> Do you feel
0: seen? That is the question. Do you
1: feel it? Always,
0: always, always, always. Oh, man, that's funny. Well, um, for those of you who have ever talked to Matt on the phone and never seen his face, here it is. And for those of you who have heard about his product, um, if you make your screen full screen and pinch in, you may (laughs) notice some things in the background. And we will be talking about some of the things that are on the shelf right by his mohawk. Because there is a problem that goes with it. Fish fin.
1: Fish fin. We don't do mohawks anymore. Oh. It's called a fish fin.
0: That is right. I apologize. My, I, I, I will haze myself accordingly, sir. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So for those of you that have um, not heard of Ninja Tackle, we will definitely get into that. But in order to find all the information on Ninja Tackle, you can find his website uh, <laughs> Ninja Tackle NinjaTackleVA.com. Facebook, Instagram, Ninja Tackle. Actually, your Instagram is... Ninja Tackle VA. Well, not so. so. Okay, I think so, so you can find him all through there. He does post quite a bit, especially with things that are coming up. And if you missed out on his recent adventures with Bama Beach Bomb in their recent fishing trip up to Cape
1: Cod, there are some serious pictures there. That 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 was that was pretty epic. I mean, to be quite honest, that that was we caught fish. Every single day, and as soon as those videos drop, man, I can't wait to see them. Oh boy, I, I,
0: you and me both.
1: Like M- Matt
0: does a great job with his videos; absolutely phenomenal, <laughs> top-notch, great stuff. This one's just going to be
1: a little bit bigger. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we there, there was definitely some epic stuff, man. I mean, fishing with him is is it's it's a blast. I mean, that that's all there is to it. it it's just. his his energy is infectious. So it's, it's always fun to fish with him. Yeah.
0: it's one thing I love about him. And I enjoyed that with our, our live podcast that we did. It was very interactive, fun. You know, it's just, I don't know. There was nothing bad about it. Everything about it was good, good information. And I know it was helpful to Hell, I think anybody that mentioned it, a couple of comments I got were like, yes, this was big. So
1: Yeah, no, it's, he's a wealth of information and I know he's got his, uh, salt strong thing coming out, uh, I think yesterday actually. So, um, yeah, I was checking those as well, checking those out as well. So it's, uh, that'll, that'll be all your how-to and everything that you really want to know on, on surf fishing. So I I look forward to seeing what he's doing. Wow. All of us are on pins and
0: needles. (laughs) Okay, so our sponsor for tonight, I said again, is True Braid. He is in the comments, and Alex, I see that you posted, and uh, the thing we talked about on the phone. You are welcome to fire it off at any given point if you so desire. Oh, ooh, it's my favorite, the blue and thirty.
1: <laughs> I don't know where that came from. <laughs> I don't know where'd you get where'd you get that, man? What? Why, why do you have that? <laughs> I, 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 you know. I, Honestly, if you really want to talk about it, Alex reached out to me, uh, several months back and had a lot of questions and, um, I helped him with, uh, a few of his questions and really just kind of took to the guy and I like his product. I've been using it and now we, we, we sell it. So that's, uh, it's a good sponsor to have
0: for tonight. Yeah. He is a great guy to talk to. I've thoroughly enjoyed the phone call I had with him. I, there was so much knowledge that he gave me. I was like, man, I should just recorded this whole conversation.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He, he he taught me a lot about braid. So we, uh, we don't generally fish with it a lot where we're at. Uh, we're, we're fishing with it a little bit more, um, in certain situations, but, uh, you know, he kind of turned us onto it. So we're, we're going to try it a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. You told me if
0: I ever came with you to go fishing, you know, especially if we went to North Carolina, I had to remove all braid from my line, uh, or from my reels, and you know the reasons why
1: things will that bad things happen. No, I mean you can use it. I'm just not going to fish with you. That's, that, that's You you can fish over there, but <laughs> <laughs> fine, fine. I'll move the mono.
0: There's just okay. one place I won't take you with it. That's all there is to it. That's fine with me. I, I I've heard and I've been warned, and I'm already like now I'm good. I don't. Uh, I'll, I'll move over to Mono. I have no problem with that. Good choice. So now, and for those of you that are watching this live and they're kind of like, what the hell? This is actually how Matt and I talk on the phone. Um, when we do talk, it's, it, it, it's good. <laughs> it's very, very, very engaging. In, it really in all is. <laughs> we, we really don't have much dead air and it, it just gets there. So let's get into the questions. Let's fire away. All right. What got
1: you into the tackle game? Um, so, I guess to try to take a, a a long story and make it short um my dad got me into saltwater fishing for surf fishing almost twenty years ago um and then, as time goes on, things progress uh meet friends on the beach I met a guy that most people in my area they refer to him as they know him as hoopty um for me he's he's my beach dad so Strange guy. Don't know him. He comes up to me. Uh, I've literally just snapped off and probably thrown six pieces of leads, six lures, rigs, whatever you want to call it into the water. And he just comes up, talks to me out of nowhere and asks me if, uh, if I know what a shock leader is, (laughs) I I had no clue. I, I, you know, at this time I'm using my Walmart rod reel combo, which there's nothing wrong with that, but that's at the beginning part of my, my fishing. And so, uh, Fast forward, he introduces me to a lot of his friends, and I start hanging out with people that catch way more fish than me. Um, They know way more than I do, uh, and they're all easily twice my age. So uh, these guys teach me how to start making rigs. So I copy them, uh, and then I start using them, and then I modify them. And then one thing led to another where some of the guys, as they got older, it was harder for them to see and tie their own knots. So they asked me if I would do it for them and they offered to pay me. Well, did that for a couple of years. And I'm like, well, you know, my, my stepbrother and I were, uh, which by the way, his name is Matt as well. We're, we're sitting on the beach one night and we're about a 12 pack in and that's where the great ideas come from. And that's ideas you know, come from it's that. like, honestly, I was like, dude, we could do this. I said, well, why don't, why don't we start a tackle business? I mean, you know, the idea in the beginning was, do enough to where we could pay tournament fees and and travel costs and things like that so and then things just continued to progress so that's kind of what got me into the tackle game was the love and passion for for fishing and obviously i was making good stuff for for some of the the older guys that i was fishing with because they liked it they were catching fish with it and Mm -hmm. i figured you know hey it works uh you know how can we take it to the next level so um we did and you know, who's been a big part of everything that, 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 we do. He's, he's very much a face of the company in the outer banks for us. Uh, and then I picked up a couple of mentors, uh, along the way, some people that have been doing this from a business standpoint for a long time. Uh, Joe Moore, one more cast. I, I don't know who if you've heard from him. I know you've heard me mention his name before, but you know, that guy taught me a lot of the stuff that I didn't know, uh, yeah, hooked yeah. me up with other brands that we, we sell and, uh, even Pompano Rich, he he kind of helped us in the beginning with being able to promote uh, promote our brand down on the east side of Florida for the first couple of years. So uh, you know, and then things progressed. So, but as far as what got me into it, losing a bunch of stuff in the water, and then meeting the right person, and and being with the right people, and drinking the right beer. So <laughs> the right beer. <laughs> oh, that's pretty funny.
0: Well, I mean, the right beer does matter, so.
1: Yeah, if it wasn't a 12-pack, it wasn't a good idea, so we wouldn't have done it. All right, so
0: I guess this question's answered, but we can throw it in there. Why tackle and not something else?
1: Tackle was something that, for me, it gave me the opportunity to keep me close to what I loved, you know growing up fishing, fishing ever since I was four years old, ponds, lakes, rivers, uh, saltwater, whatever I could, wherever I could get a chance to fish is where I would fish. So tackle honestly was just kind of the natural selection of, of things to do. Um, that kept me even closer to, to honestly what I love doing. Now tackle has moved a
0: smidge and we will get to that. I can't wait to talk about it. I know it's not on here, but I'm excited. Uh, what does, uh, so as far as Ninja Tackle and the shop, what does your tackle shop cover for gear?
1: So for gear, you can kind of see tackle related wise, uh, honestly, in the backdrop behind me, I don't, some, yeah, here, I think it's here One, the left, so, right. somewhere here. So yes, but, um, we cover a, a, a wide range of rigs, just high, low rigs, um, and that's what got us started. Honestly, we started with four rigs. Um, we had some tackle shop managers and owners. They, they, they helped us in the development of a lot of what we have. Uh, and then it just progressed from there to I think we've got 20-some different rig options at, at this point. Um, and then obviously we have our line of dagger rods. Uh, and then we have our own line of hooks, swivels, some terminal tackle, uh, I've even custom designed a couple of swivels at this point um, yeah, yeah. It, it's 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 a lot of just kind of finding loopholes and listening to the end users and listening to the I wish I had or I wish this was this way well I listen to it and then figure well can I do it and if I can I do yeah so, you
0: definitely you, you've definitely been one of the few that I've known that have I mean you've asked me several times after Things. Well, what, do, what would you do different? What would you, what would you like better? Can
1: you really listen and try to adjust? I would like a little bit more of the freedom to be able to listen more. Like I, I want to move faster than I can actually move. So sometimes I'll have to jot down ideas. Uh, you know, one thing I'm really grateful for is, uh, again, going back to Joe Moore and some of the product line, it's being able to carry the, uh, the line of Akeas products, the rods, the reels. Uh, being involved with them. Um, I really, like I want to do more, but I have to sometimes reel myself back in and, and scale it so that uh, I can slowly progress into whatever new idea or whatever new product that 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 I want to roll out is.
0: And I think this you bring up a really cool point here because that's something, if no one's ever been to NinjaTackle, va.com, there's a lot of other things in there besides ninja daggers or the rigs. You have a full shop of other things.
1: Yeah. I mean, selling, we, we have lures, we have line reels, rods. Uh, that's, that's one of the most interesting and fun things that I've had doing this is making relationships with vendors. Uh finding products that they have, that they work uh, and seeing if I can bring them under my umbrella. And I I just I love talking to people and and trying to bring that stuff in. And to me, that that's kind of what fuels my fuels. Part of my fire is is establishing the relationships and bringing new things in.
0: (laughs) Uh, True Braid just made a pretty good comment that I have to bring up. What did he say? Matt said, people ask me about Braid on my website. A week later, he ordered True Braid. I'd say you move pretty fast.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Full disclosure. I did. I got like two phone calls, a couple of emails one week and I, and and I get it from time to time with braid, but uh, you know, it just, I happened to see true braid pop up and I was like, you know, what is this? So we ended up talking to each other and yeah, he's right. It was about a week. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, it works. He's he's got a good product. It was readily available. Price points are good. Um, it's kind of a no brainer. I mean, why yeah. not why not offer it to people? Yeah.
0: That's I think that in the other part too. I mean, hell, you you got what? You got that boxing before you came down here for the tournament and mm-hmm. you had what? Did you have which world did you have one of the rods spooled
1: up with it? I can't remember which one it was. Uh for me, I think it was my nine foot rod. Yeah. I, I was, I was expecting not knowing really what kind of fishing we were going to get into. I mean, I know we were down there for a tournament, but I also know that anytime Bama is hanging around, uh, you know, we, we could be here one minute, here the next minute. So there's a lot of walking, and uh, so I, I was ready to go. I mean, mm-hmm. Yeah, and you guys brought nice four to six foot waves with you. We we
0: appreciated that one. Don't worry, we, we, we took them home with us when we left. <laughs> we did, because literally the day after you left, it, the surf went back down to, what was it, nearly flat. Um, so, I'm sorry, for, as we kind of sidebar on this conversation for everybody, we fished in the 2022 uh, Pompano Tournament hosted by Perdido Blaine and Lost Key Outdoors. Uh, and out of nowhere, the surf went from normal panhandle, one, two-footers, nice spacing, to... Fours, sixes, where we were throwing five ounce sputniks and
1: more to just keep it stuck. So, so full disclosure: John and I. John, uh, he's on a lot of the videos with me with Bama. He's he's uh, he's generally fishing with me a lot. Um, we literally showed up to Gulf Shores at I want to say it was around midnight. Dead um, wind. Everything. The weather was great. We didn't sleep there at all. Like we took naps and uh, we took a nap we woke up about three, four hours later, literally 20 mile an hour winds plus for the rest of the week. I mean, and it started an hour before we hit the beach. Yeah. So speaking, speaking of we,
0: yeah. Oh, no, not, not, not that one. How'd you get in
1: there so quickly? John Poor John. Yeah. See, that's, that's, we were, we were told from the beginning it was, uh, Hey, you don't really need anything more than one ounce, uh, maybe two ounces on a really bad day so we literally came down with a bunch of half ounce egg weights one ounce pyramid weights two ounce weights thinking that's the heavy stuff yeah we had to buy new weights when we got there so all of our heavy weights that we're used to fishing with we left at home because i'm not going to say any names because that would probably be bad for bama if i did mention him we didn't need that stuff (laughs) i'm <laughs> not saying we, we didn't need the heavy tackle we needed the light tackle
0: oh. <laughs> yeah that was all right matt movie. i love you <laughs> yeah <laughs> somebody commented here six ounce sputniks yeah it was a good one now it's cool that you bring up the six ounce sputniks unfortunately your name didn't come through so uh i couldn't say who you were uh i don't know how that it's something to do with the sharing um but let's talk about that because the ninja dagger renowned for being able to go eight and bait that was one of the things that you had told me in the beginning eight and bait all day over here and i'm like i'm not throwing eight ounces here that's just insane yeah but you had told me like yeah this rod throws eight and bait and i never understood it until kind of on this one. Oh, hey larry how you doing good, good to see you always love larry um so when we were playing on that one when i first threw the ninja dagger uh was tony from fish gums He let me take it out as when I was writing reviews and learning more. And I I remember texting. That's when you and I first had our first interaction. Like,
1: what is this
0: voodoo? (laughs) I was throwing other rods. But the dagger was throwing me 110, 115 on four ounces. Like it it was nothing. It was seamless and flawless. So at four ounces, life was good. Doubling it to eight ounces with
1: bait to launch. You guys do that routinely on the East Coast so depending on what we're fishing for but yeah it's uh like if we're if we're going after drum on the point or something like that it's generally eight and bait it's not uncommon for us to have to be able to throw eight ounces to be able to hold and sputniks are not a very uh common form of of weight that we we use so it's a lot of pyramids eggs frog tongues um things like that so uh, you know we understand that with pyramid or uh with not pyramid but with uh sputniks less weight can hold like it's heavier right um on the flip side to it is some of the types of rigs and some of the style and fishing that we do it kind of gets tangled up in your rigs so we just throw the heavier lead and we don't have to worry about the wire doing it and it's not to say that people don't use it um it's just not the most common piece of lead that that we use so we do have rods that have to throw a little bit heavier weight so so what made you want
0: i guess well let's back up because i want to talk about the dagger but i want to get into the history of it first you started out as tackle and then all of a sudden you started creating rods now the story for why you started creating rods i don't know if you want to tell it yeah
1: okay so do that why so- did
0: you start making
1: rods matt <laughs> so going back to, uh, I, I firmly believe, I think everybody, if, if you're trying to do something, it doesn't really matter what it is, have your mentors. Um, if you have a good mentor, then you you have a good mentor. So my mentor uh, from the business aspect, uh, again, going back to to Joe Moore, he's, he's helped me immensely with a lot of things. I told him, I said, you know, I got an idea and I think I can make this work. I want to develop my own line of fishing rods. Immediately he goes, you're an idiot. And I was like, <laughs> I love that. like, I mean, no hesitation. And 80 at the time, I guess he was 80, 82, <laughs> 83 years old. Uh, just before I can finish my sentence, you're an idiot. I'm like, so, okay. Uh, you know, hold my beer. So just, just. Thank you for that bit of advice. So then we we did. We developed our rods. About a year or two later, things are going well. I went back to him and I asked him, I said, did you know that by telling the kid not to put his finger in the light socket, that I was the kid that was going to put the finger in the light socket? Like, did you tell me not to do it because you knew I was going to do it? And he starts laughing and he goes,
0: yep. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you know you have a good mentor right there they know you they know your personality they know what will move you in the right direction to
1: continue he did he did and, and i mean he he pushes me he he does push me but it it's without it i i can't say that we would be totally where we are at, at least from a foundational standpoint for sure yeah yeah Well, before we move on, ladies and gentlemen, we're at 24,
0: almost 25 minutes. This is your first bait check. Unfortunately, I don't have the sound effect put into this live feed because I'm lazy and I didn't do it last time. (laughs) Sorry. But 25 minutes, it means for you, if you're listening to this, when you are listening to it on the run one, on the uh, replay, 25 minutes, first bait check. And your first bait check is brought to you by The Sinker Guy. Go to his website, thesinkerguy.com, where you can pick up sinker supplies, rigs, and a whole bunch of other things. He's got a lot to go uh, for you to help get more fish with gear. So, there you go. First paycheck done. Continuing on. So, okay, Joe, got you there. Got it. Yep. Now, how did your brain connect? I'm going to make rods. I'm going to make a dagger. How, how did you come up with the concept?
1: So months and months and months of research. So like anything else that you do, you you can dive almost as deep into the rabbit hole as you want to go. So I started educating myself on fishing rods from, you know, what are they? You know, it's let's start from a completed product and where did it come from and what are the steps and how are they made and things like that. So I did that and then I actually went and started talking to end users, tackle shop owners tackle shop managers and started asking them, you know, Hey, what is it that's not on your shelf? What is it that where's the gap on your shelf? Um, and what price points do we need to be in from quality to end user? And I got a ton of help. Uh, you know, one, one big one, I know there was a guy jam, uh, he used to work, uh, teaches layer down in Hatteras. Uh, he, he was pretty good with some of the information, but, um, I know some of the guys at Frank and Franz, and and these are shops that are local to where we fish. Uh, They helped um, Rod and Gun, the the owner there, he kind of sat down with me and really told me where to fill the gap. So then I started working backwards, Um, took what I learned from research and then started finding uh, manufacturers, working on samples, working on different compositions, Uh, how they're constructed, weights, lengths, diameters. I mean, you could go on about an entire conversation with this, but we finally found a a, a really, really unique blend that gave us what we wanted with the quality of the components that we needed. Um, The rest of it after that was really start working with the design and, and the color schemes. So, But we figured calling it the dagger, it's like, well, we call ourselves Ninja Tackle. So, uh, keeping things kind of in line with ninjas, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, why not? (laughs) It just works, I guess.
0: (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I never even, that part, didn't even know that part. I don't know why I didn't know that. I should have, I should have known that. Anyway, all right. So the dagger itself—it is describe the rod for no one, uh, somebody that doesn't have one yet.
1: So, on a shelf, you'll find a lot of nine foot, ten foot, ten foot sixes, and then for whatever reason, it just jumps to elevens, twelves, thirteens. So the whole real market of elevens uh, really isn't wasn't there. There was there's very little competition in an eleven foot market. Not that they're not out there; it's just not many. So. We just we started working with it end users and just going with prototypes so we tried different lengths and then we realized for an average fisherman that we found and average is a loose term you know but an average fisherman had a hard time controlling a 12 foot or anything bigger than 11. So for an accurate cast, for a beginner, a novice, uh, somebody that goes on vacation X amount of times a year, and that's the only time they get to fish, 11 was a great way to maintain accuracy, get your distance, uh, and still have fun and not be a cumbersome rod that required a lot of uh, extra practice. So then... Working it into it being like a two to seven ounce rod, where three, four, five is the sweet spot for it. On a good calm day, fishing for uh, whiting, flounder, drum—you know, your your ten pound and less fish—pompano. Uh, it it kind of served an all around purpose. But that's that's our staple rod is the eleven foot rod. That's what we started with. Yeah. and
0: you've been able to move it around so most of the rods that all come out you've got different variations of sizes and i need to pause for a second here <clears throat> richard white i see your comment waiting on a dagger bass rod i will say this don't <laughs> walk away from this podcast until it's over
1: hey richard stick around for a little while buddy mhm ah <laughs> uh, john john are you...
0: patience
1: <laughs>
0: i mean we may have something to talk about here in a little bit but anyway all right so the dagger in that one on the 11 you have the 12s yep 11 being the staple and then the range of weight three to eight three to nine i can't
1: remember so the 12 will go up to three to eight but like any rod you have a minimum and a maximum so three to eight it'll handle eight it'll throw eight if if that's something you need it to do but it's not going to be it's it's optimum performance throwing eight and bait it'll do it i've thrown 12 ounces on them uh Honestly, I think John was there when we were doing it. Uh, didn't Didn't go very far, but it's all I had. And, well, I mean, it was either going to work or it wasn't going to work. So, uh, but, yeah, you, your, your low number being your minimum load rating, your high number being your maximum load rating. So the closer you get to the middle of your high and low, that's going to be generally your rod's sweet spot. Mm-hmm. So, again, five ounces for our 12-foot rod, that's an easy weight for – an average person to fish with. And that's, I mean,
0: kind of where it goes. Yeah. And that's, and the cool part about your rod series, I mean, you can do a whole bunch of different things with it. It's not just a set rig rod. It's light. Mm-hmm. It's comfortable. You can still do other things with it.
1: Yeah. Um, it's so we've definitely used the 11s for casting any kind of lures off the beach. Uh, it gets a little heavy after, you know, 15, 20 casts. Uh, it'll do it. It's good at it, but it'll, it'll kind of fatigue you a little bit quicker. Um, That's why we came out with the nine foot rods. So once we had our 11s, then we went to our 12s and we started working back down and went to the nine foot one to four ounce rod, because that's something that you could use sound side. It was something that the guys in the the golf could use a little bit more with uh, the lighter weights. Um, And then it came a versatile rod to being able to cast out lures as well. So you could use it both ways. Um, And then of course the next rod that came in sequence was the bummy stick and took the bummy stick over some stuff that I had learned uh, for a while. And the bummy stick being a 10 foot rod filled our gap, but it also, we we did a few things a little bit different with it that I wanted to experiment with and and it does really well, but great set rig if you're trying to throw one, two, three ounces, also a great rod for if you're trying to throw top water plugs or, uh, oh, what are these ES lures? Yes, lures. <laughs> yes, lures. So, but yeah, so we, we try to, again, not being a very big company, obviously we work from our home out of a garage. Uh, we have to, to grow at a sustainable rate. So we try to fill gaps where we can fill gaps and it's a slow process, but it's, uh, it's methodical. Nice. Well, uh, I will. The nine foot.
0: You mean I got one. I love that rod. It it is one of my favorites for slinging. I will definitely say that. it. It went very well with my ES lures that I picked up from you at the tournament. I was like, oh, "This cast good." Um, yeah. it, it's it's definitely thrown. I mean, I've I've thrown it with that one, my GI jigs and uh, a Halco popper. Uh, yeah, big Halco. Because I took it out there, uh, Justin and I went out for a morning walk and we did the morning run and it was like, I'm going to throw this talco. And he's like, Ooh, you're going to love it. And I was just like, I hope so. And on the nine foot, it was
1: great. Flew
0: far, came back nice. The, the, everything about it was perfect.
1: Yeah. Hey, we, we used the living bejesus out of them while we were in uh kid Cod. I know they John did. and I did. We, we were, we were having to throw some heavier, heavier lures and some heavy current and we were catching some pretty big fish on those things. Oh, well, I
0: had a I had a nice big black drum on my nine footer from the surf and it was a great fight. So mm-hmm. I know that rod's good. You can't hurt it. I'm all good with it. <laughs> well you bring up something there, so let's let's move back in here. Um yeah. so you worked with Matt, Isbell, aka the Bama Beach Bum. That's right. <laughs> on his line of rods, the bummy sticks. So you mentioned it already, but tell us about the bummy stick. And you, like you said, there was some other gaps and you did some other things with it. You took some chances. What Tell us about the Bummy Stick and what got you there.
1: So, uh, you know, first and foremost, Matt, uh, working with him for, and, and just being able to connect with him uh, for the past several years ha- has been awesome. It, it really has. Uh, I just can't say enough nice things about it. Uh, we've been very fortunate. You, you know, he helped us even go, catapulted us a a lot faster in the direction that we wanted to go. So I came up to him one day and I asked him, I said, Matt, I have a couple of ideas. I want to try something different. Um, will you let me design, design a rod for you? And he goes, yeah, man, this is a great idea. Let's do this. And he goes, what are you thinking? So we spitball some ideas back and forth and I wanted to come up with a slightly different blank composition. I wanted to come up with a textured blank, which there's a, there's, there's, science behind why it's textured and what texture gives us in return. But, uh, I wanted to play around with something a little bit lighter, um, that would be more conducive to the kind of fishing that he does, which is a lot of walking, a lot of casting. Um, so I just incorporated some of those different ideas. I really got to play with the color schemes and matching his logo, uh, which to me was a lot of fun. Uh, you know, and he, his input was involved in it the entire time. So it was really a collaboration of him kind of asking me, well, what do you think me giving some suggestions and going from there, got our, got our prototypes. We beat the living crap out of them and made them do things they weren't meant to do. And it it was, and the bummy stick was born. (laughs) How long is the bummy stick? (laughs) 10 foot. 10 foot. uh, And and the good thing about that is in most of our other dagger rods, they're all 60-40 splits. So we're kind of working with that, maybe seeing if we can draw that black back to a 50-50, just because we do get comments about it's not as easy to travel with when the the two sections aren't the same length. So uh, that being another thing that the Bummy Stick gave us was an option to make it a little bit more travelable, being a 50-50 split. So... That's a
0: uh, 10 foot, 50, 50. So there's always adapting and always making things better. Fine. Yep. Fine.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Try to, I mean, I, I I'm like, I, I just want to, want to keep figuring out if uh, what I can do better. Yeah.
0: Well, let's move into away from Ninja tackle for a minute, because these are the questions that weren't written on your paper that I, have you know, had written for a long time um back back when my episodes were not exactly as in depth and now they're much more in depth so let's talk about you when you go out fishing what do you do when you're planning to go fishing
1: how do you plan it so ultimately it depends on where i'm going and what i'm going for uh i learned a long time ago that prepping for whatever it is that you're doing before you do it always seems to work out better so I'm heading to Hatteras. I have a certain set of gear that I use for going to the Outer Banks of North Carolina. Um, if I am running down the street and I just want to kill some time and maybe go catch some some smallmouth or shad when they're running or something like that, then I'll take whatever rods or lures or whatever it is that I need for there. But uh, prepping, unfortunately, with with being able with with running the business, prep time is normally you know, you look at the watch and it's weather. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, I I don't see any clouds. It's not raining. I got a couple hours. Let's go to find something to do. Okay. So the prep goes that route.
0: All right. So you get to the beach, you got your setup. What are you looking for to set, to set your gear up to
1: start fishing? Depending on the time of the year and what time I get to the beach, since we can drive on the beach, can I find a place to park? I hate that about you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> if we get there early enough, then, uh, I've seen a lot of really good videos. It's, it's no different for us in the outer banks than I see the guys that are looking for cuts and holes and sloughs and troughs and deeper water and things like that. Uh, we don't, we, we, I look for the same things. Um, and there's a lot of really good videos out there that, uh, explain in, in depth. I think. Uh, is it salt squash, squash, salt, squash, salt no, squash, squash, um, squash. sorry, sorry. I can't ever say that right, but, uh, he, I've seen some of his short videos and he's, he's showing you what to look for, you know, Bama's even got some of them. And I, and I know for a fact, if you go to his salt strong thing, and I swear, I'm not being sponsored to say it, I just, it, it's, that's what it is. But if you go to his tutorial for salt strong, I know for a fact they flew drones over certain areas to give you things to look for. So, you know, if we're tournament fishing, it's a lot of low tide going out at low tide. um, Our tide fluctuates a lot more than y'all's tide did. Uh, We, we, John and I were looking around saying, is it high tide, low tide? And everybody's like, why does it matter? And we're like, well, is the water going to go anywhere? And the water didn't go anywhere. Our water, we can have three to five foot differences. So, That being said, we drive around during low tide a lot, uh, looking for bars, looking for cuts, looking for holes, and we mark them, and then we go back. Yep. Okay, so you got the rips,
0: all that stuff. Tides being the big piece for you there. Okay. Yep. So you found your perfect ideal spot. Now you got. Now you're gonna go. So you normally fish how many rods? Four.
1: Uh, if it's tournament, yeah, four. Okay, but it's if it's just regular day for you, regular day, two or three. Okay. um two three sometimes none it, it just sometimes I, I honestly i sometimes i just like watching other people catch fish or i'll Ooh. i will literally walk up to somebody that i see having a hard time catching fish and i know fish are there something like that true breed.
0: he's there the sasquatch is
1: here <laughs> sorry about that one but um yeah That's so that. i i to be quite honest, I, I really do enjoy, I keep a box of rigs and, and terminal tackle in my truck. It's called my giveaway box. Uh, and I will literally walk up to people uh, that are having a hard time catching fish and try to help them catch fish. For me, sometimes that's just as enjoyable as me catching it myself.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's something to be said about helping people. It's
1: That in itself is some of
0: the best days when you see somebody struggling, you see them catch a fish, and I'm like, hey, good job.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've diffused arguments before with, with people by walking up and, and helping them catch fish. And, you know, for me it's that, that is almost just as enjoyable. Good man.
0: You're always a good, dude. All right. So you we got the rods out. Um, before you set the rods out, what is your normal setup? So by that, I mean rigs, bait, singer, how, how are you set up and how do you throw yours as far as planning, are you, you know, how do you stagger your lines?
1: So believe it or not, I stagger my lines with my rods. So I take my nine foot, uh, being a shorter rod, I fish that a little bit closer. I like to fish right there on the back of the bar. Um, I know sand spikes are are something that is a big thing for us. We are very partial to over the wave sand spikes right now. Um, super sturdy aluminum sand spikes, uh, just a lot of options for you there. I think you, you saw them. we were fishing with them when, when we were there with you. Um, so we'll set up our span spikes. Uh, I have to say it's one of the funniest things when we went and fished with Matt uh, somewhere in Florida. Um, John and I are setting our sand spikes maybe five yards apart from each other, which that, that to us is is not uncommon because we park close to each other so we fish our rods close. Um, Matt yells at us from down the beach and he's like, no no no, no, no spread them out, spread them out. Tan yes Damn.
0: Damn.
1: Damn. and so it, it's uh we looked John and i I remember looking at each other and i said john if we spread them out that part that far apart i said that means we got to run that far to go get the fish <laughs> exactly that's the hidden
0: joke about this whole area of stacking your rods for apart part is we have to run and it
1: sucks yeah so but you know we we did uh which it was kind of we didn't think about it because there was no, really nobody else near us so there's no reason not to do it but yeah. uh so i'll stagger them about five five yards apart from each other uh i'll take my nine foot rod generally throw that short somewhere between literally in the wash if there's a drop off right there where the waves are breaking i like to cast one right there uh if more than more than likely I'm i'm fishing in a deep trough so then i'll cast one there use my 11 foot kind of go medium distance with that and then the 12 foot i'll literally just if i can get it in front of the bar on the bar behind the bar or you know in the middle of the cut or the side of the bar on the cut or something like that i just let it rip okay. um, and then i always keep a uh always keep a fourth rod ready to go for in case some blues or spanish or something like that just just start busting the water so that we can just immediately just go straight cast into them. So when you're out playing North Carolina, let like to talk about Hatteras, Outer Banks, those
0: pieces there, you're, and I know you have a wide variety of fish you can target. What are you normally playing with as far as rigs go? Are you doing double double drop, single drop? Uh, are you doing cut bait? Are you doing artificial? Where, where, where do you roll?
1: So it depends on what I'm targeting. So like this time of the year, I'd be targeting either some puppy drum. Really, I want to target some whiting, some pompano, uh, so I'm going to be fishing some high, low rigs. Uh, my personal favorite rig that I use out of our arsenal, uh, believe it or not, is called the Hooptie. It's, it's just a, it's our rig. It's just an oversized version of our rig. It, it's just a bigger, bigger version of it. So, um, yeah. If I want to look for any puppy drum, or if we're out there drum fishing, obviously we'll use cut bait, single hook. Uh, we'll use one of our drum rigs that are set up on a cannonball style rig. Um, but as far as bait selection, uh, my first go-to is always going to be sand fleas, which seem to be a little bit more readily readily available in our area than your area. That was a bad week. It was a bad week.
0: <laughs> oh, man.
1: We don't have ghost crabs, so we can't go look for those. If we do have them, I've never seen anybody find them, use them, or talk about them. Yeah. Uh, and then if I can't do that, then I'll go with uh, with an artificial. Um, it, it's, you know, one of my favorite setups is uh, I like to use a, a combination of both your most popular artificials that are out there, small pieces of each one on a hook, and I've done very well doing it that way, mixing the two baits. Okay.
0: All right. Makes sense right okay. there. I got to ask, you got a cannonball rig behind you by chance? I do in a package. Okay. That's fine. I mean, That's, we can yeah. post it it's all good. I just, when it's something that not, a, I know a lot of people down here are not, they're going to be like, what the hell's a cannonball rig? So the easiest thing to say is go over to Matt's page, <laughs> ninjatackleva.com. You'll see the
1: cannonball rigs.
0: They're, they're pretty cool
1: it's kind of like a fish. It's like, it's like a fish finder rig. I mean, to be quite honest, it just doesn't have a, uh, have a lead. It, it gives the option for the bait and the, the lead to, to cast out and why they call it a cannonball. It, it casts out in, in like a ball form. So it's not helicoptering in the air. Um, and then when it hits the water, it gives the option for the bait to be able to move, give it a little bit of slack and the bait can move in the, in the water. And see, when, you mentioned a great point right there with the cannonball rig, because I didn't know this until
0: you told me about it. That helicoptering thing is a real, I mean, it's a real pain. Yeah. And that rig basically takes that problem out of the equation. It, Pretty it, much. It, it really helps. I mean, you could still helicopter it, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But it's still a very solid, useful rig. And you right. can fix that with, uh, hell, you've used it with all the sinkers. You've used it. You normally go with the, Um, you normally go with what? The the hatteras the hatteras sinkers on those don't you? The pyramid just standard pyramid style. Yeah. What are they? The bank or not bank sinkers?
1: Storm sinker. I think we uh, it? we we use a lot of pyramids. As okay. far as the sinkers go.
0: Uh, okay, I thought you were using storms for some reason. I think it was because I saw those those funky ones that you had. at <laughs> the term, like, What the hell is that thing?
1: <laughs> yeah we well a buddy of mine he he uh our rod builder tim honestly he he will make his own lead weights and he has a bunch of different types of molds so he does the storm sinker it, it's kind of a unique look like elon musk's rocket ship <laughs> he did. He, it was rather phallic <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. that's kind of what it looks like <laughs> everybody's gonna have to be like what is this like don't worry we'll post some stuff it'll be fine (laughs) oh okay you get a lot of social media tags which as you should especially with the uh, with the daggers uh and the bummy sticks what has been one of your favorite reported catches
1: on the rods uh one of my favorite is she used to work at Frank and France. She was kind of uh, on that mentor status as well. She had a lot of really great ideas. We made a post about her not too long ago. She unfortunately passed away, Um, but she was probably one of our biggest fans from the beginning with our rods. And she calls me up, sends me a picture one day, and I wanna say it was a 45 or 48 inch red drum. That she caught on our eleven-foot daggers. Uh, she's she she just she loved using our products. She loved supporting us, uh, and that was probably one of the favorite favorite catches I've ever seen. And I actually have it posted up. We kind of wrote something up about it when she passed uh, not too long ago. But that that picture is probably one of my favorites. And then a lot of everything else that blends in after that is is, is I love any picture that's sent to me where it's apparent and a child and a child has caught a fish that, that they all equally are just as unique as, as from one to another.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about that. man. so you, know, you can't complain when a kids just it out with the gear, there's
1: nothing wrong with any of that. No, it's, it's, I love the parents' enthusiasm. Uh, you know, they're, they're, they want to share it. They want to share their experience with me. So as far as a specific catch, uh it's those you know recently i guess it was uh brandt um he had caught some big rare what was a scallop scallop hammerhead i think it was on one of uh one of our rods okay that's pretty unique
0: yeah yeah Yeah. i've never caught one so oh well you're gonna have some fun ones then because i know uh I know there's some more coming. Oh, uh, good. <laughs> not going to say it anyway. That being said, hey, it's 50 minutes into the game. Ooh, all the noise in the background, uh, drag sounds and noises. It is now your second bait check. So if you're listening to this, make sure you have checked your bait. If you're listening to this, which is probably not right now, because I don't think you're at the beach watching this, you're probably not watching your rods if that's the case. That's a problem. So. Go take a look, make sure your bait's good to go. This bait check has been brought to you by Deerfield Fabrication and Welding. If you haven't heard of them, their webpage is deerfieldfabandweld.com. They have been kind of taking a quite a storm on social media with uh sand spikes, uh, carts, a whole bunch of welding and manufacturing. I could talk about it for a long time, but I'm not going to. Because there's more to come on that for later, but go take a look at that and thank you for sponsoring this paycheck. We appreciate you. Being an online-only shop, no brick, no brick and mortar. You know, people have to order from you on there. Has it limited
1: your business at all? At first, yes. Um, not being a brick and mortar, uh, I wasn't allowed to sell any of the name brand items, Dievas pens, uh, you know, anything like that. Um, hindsight, no, it actually made us better. Um, And the reason that I say it made us better is because it forced me to establish relationships with people that create a product that not everybody else is selling. Um, And I'm really kind of I'm actually I'm thankful that it worked out that way. uh, Just because it's given me a bigger opportunity to, to just do something that the other people aren't doing. And I'm also, I'm not competing with uh, with any of my local shops. It's, I can be a wholesaler and a retailer at the same time and not uh, not create any bad blood. And so honestly, I, I think that that's how that was supposed to work. Uh, I just didn't know it at first. And then once I kind of had that aha moment and the light bulb went off and, you know, the Mohawk went higher, it was just kind of like, oh yeah, okay. Um Fish fan. The fish fan. Right, the fish fan. So. It's <laughs> as you call it that. <laughs> so we're bringing them back, man. We got to call them something new. Well, I told you I will grow
0: the friggin' Polish mohawk. I will go down the sides. I mean, if I could, I will Italian. look like a
1: Russian prodigy.
0: I would do it. Jen Bring, might not
1: like it. Though. Do it. Do it. The toilet bowl is going to be the new look, thing.
0: It's what it would be.
1: I mean, there's nothing back man. <laughs> It's so, but yeah, not having a brick and mortar, no. And, and I like the fact that it doesn't necessarily tie me down. Um, it, it gives me a little more freedom to be able to help out my, my wife, my daughter, things like that uh, here at the house, things that haven't been in corporate America for so long, I, I wasn't able to do. Uh, so not having to report to a tackle store at six, seven, eight o'clock in the morning, um, it's actually worked out better.
0: Yeah, it's been nice that you moved. It was fun when we were talking about that. Yeah. Now, you bring up your daughter, which is a perfect segue into a partial co- part of this conversation. So not only is it ninja tackle, it is also ninja tactical. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do it every time. I shouldn't, but I do. It's also ninja tactical. You've also moved into optics and weapon series, a whole bunch of that. you got a whole bunch of optics sitting right above your dome there. Yes, yes. So,
1: Tell us my about da- that. so about a year ago, daughter decides that she doesn't want to play softball anymore, which was great for us, because honestly, it created more friction than than anything. So I was happy to hear it. Uh, then she was also in dance. And uh, she didn't want to do that either. And I told her, I said, Well, you know, you're not gonna, you're not gonna sit around and do nothing all summer. She's like, Well, Dad, I, I don't, I don't like fishing like you do. And I said, mm, we're gonna find something a little different. She's like, well, I don't like hunting like you do. And I was like, eh, sometimes walking 15 minutes to a stand to, to sit for four hours, not what I'm talking about. I like, well, what are we going to do? And I said, I don't know. So a buddy of mine, a, a childhood friend uh, of mine since I, I, most of my life, honestly, uh, calls me up one day and he goes, hey, do you want to learn how to not suck at shooting? I was like, well, I thought I could shoot. Uh, <laughs> you've got my attention now so he goes all right bring you and your daughter out let's let's go do something within 30 minutes of a two and a half hour session with him i realized within that 30 minutes i knew nothing about shooting so fast forward my daughter gets into it her and i start taking a lot of training courses together she turns out to love it extremely passionate about it um I am still learning about it at this time. So I I use the fact that we're an outdoor sports company to our advantage and start setting up more relationships with other suppliers and vendors for things that she's going to need. Uh, because honestly, I mean, if I can, if I can get it a little bit cheaper and promote some brands, I, 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 why not? Yeah. So, and then one thing led to another and we found out that, uh, and, and this world of shooting parts and you know, gun parts and optics and things like that, it's a great world to be part of. There's a lot of people out there that uh, they really like to share. And, and when they find something, and again, I try to incorporate the same thought process with being able to have the products that I have here is I'm not competing with somebody that's down the street from me. I try to carry things that nobody else has, things that are popular, hot on the market, uh, but people want them now. They don't want to wait. And so we established a lot of relationships with people in, in that industry, the exact same way we did it with the fishing industry. And it seems to work <laughs> kind of this comment right here.
0: She really is. She's become quite a shooter. She's done very well competitively.
1: So full disclosure. That's my sister. (laughs) (laughs) I see you, Mikey.
0: (laughs) So you have put it all together. So she's into this and and you've expanded the business as well into the tactical side. Um, Yeah. And you're selling it. Are you still running it? You're running it through a
1: different site though, right? No, it'll all be on the site. It's, uh, going back to that whole I should have done it more scaled. I I got a little over excited with my opportunities that I had in this world. So I ordered a lot of stuff. uh, And it's not all on the website yet. It's a project that was supposed to be completed uh, two months ago, but uh, it's not so it'll all be on the same site. It just uh, we kind of run it under a ninja tactical instead of ninja tackle. Yep. Mm -hmm. Sorry. (laughs) So
0: under the table that way this this time okay Okay. moving back into fishing okay so we're coming up on the first hour and i wanted to do this i wanted to kind of draw it out to this time because we had a lot of stuff to talk about and nailed almost all of it so let's move into the fun thing yeah (sighs) Wait, wait, what hasn't been fun yet none of it it's actually been all been great okay (laughs) over your left i think it's your left which one's your left yep cool cool Uh, uh, in black like
1: yeah, oh, which one this one
0: yeah that one okay that one there's a little sleeve right there oh that oh, little guy yeah what's in the box is richard white still on um i don't know he might be he only commented a little while ago he wasn't yeah he, he was here just a couple minutes ago
1: hold on I'm well, glad I'm it.
0: It. okay everybody so if you read the comments that were alluding to this i hope you're ready because this is going to be glorious. Are we ready? Do we do a countdown? You want a drum roll? Ooh. We could go to commercial. Do you do those? No. But I mean, <laughs> I can come up with one real quick. I don't know. I can like draw this out and make it weirder. You know, it's like well, the let's basic. do it.
1: So, we now have, if this works, Ooh. this. What's that? What, What's this? that? Is the Dagger go-to inshore freshwater series seven-foot one-piece rod. So we're going to take this out of this beautiful little bag. That's right. Get the dance going. Yep. Boots and pants. Boots and pants. (laughs) I know if my sister's listening, she's laughed at that one. (laughs) Larry,
0: Larry, Larry Grossman just uh, put in there. You just sold out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, this is something that I've been working on. Well, we—it's it, never an I. There, there is a there is a collective we, um, when it comes to anything that that we roll out between product testers walking up and meeting random people, trying things out, soliciting ideas from uh, people that use things like this. So, I mean, it, it's it's There's a collective to it, but I will run it from the end up. So start here. You may recognize that style of grip. That is a wind grip. Um, And it has a custom artwork done to it in our color. Then there's our traditional green. Then we move into the wind grip, which ultimately has our logo cut into the wind grip. One thing that you don't find too often, uh, and I wanted to make sure that this was something incorporated into them, is we have the, uh, what are they, Fuji TDS uh, pass-through reel seats. So you actually have the blank, and it's hard to see in the light, but you actually have, this is tripping me out. My fingers are going the wrong direction. (laughs) So you have your hosel or your your blank right here. So when you're gripping it, it, you can't get any more sensitivity from it than being able to actually feel the blank. Um, then I wanted to do something where rods that don't have hook savers is, this is personal for me. If you don't like it, you can take it off, but, uh, I don't warranty damage to the threads, but this is a foldable hook saver so that for storage travel, whatever you want to do, you can keep your hook off the guides. Uh, something that I see a lot of people do that, um, is something that I always wanted there to be a better way to do it is just use a, use a hook saver. And if you don't like it, collapse it, don't use it. That's okay. But it's there. If you do want to use it and you want to protect your guides, um, and then switching over to, we've always been a big proponent for Fuji brand, uh, single footed KWAG Alconite guides all the way down. Uh, And then fast-forwarding, we used a slightly larger tip guide, if you can see that. Hey, look, it takes my whole forehead. Yay! I promise it's not that big. But it's uh, big enough that if you're using shock leaders or anything like that, if you happen to get the uh, shock knot past the first guide, it's not going to ruin your day. Uh, Not like a micro guide. And, again, there's nothing wrong with a micro guide, but uh, it just opens up a little more opportunity for you to – be user-friendly and then the specs on it i don't know if it's going to catch the specs it's
0: not coming through i got okay hold on i got seven foot spinning yeah i'm blind it's no not
1: you're not blind. blind it's it's blurry right, so seven it
0: foot spinning now you probably have to tap the screen or something because it's no. like it is what it is you're just
1: gonna have to read it to us show us so read it you've <laughs> got the uh seven foot one piece spinning rod it is rated for 8 to 17 pounds, uh, a quarter to a three-quarter ounce lure, uh, medium, heavy, fast. Um, and I'm not promoting it, but I have thrown heavier than three-quarters on it, and it's done just fine. Uh, and when you see the videos from Bama Beach Bum come out from Cape Cod, you'll see a lot of the striper that we caught in certain areas uh, were on this rod right here.
0: So, so it don't take- so you're running, is it dual rung? So I can run, uh, can I run
1: old? What, what am I looking the, at? The, the type of guides that are on it would allow you to do it, but the spacing will not allow you to do it. It okay. is a uh, spinning reel seated. It is meant to be set up as a spinning rod. So th- this one will be more dedicated and it is specific as opposed to dual rung. So Richard just Richard is here. Hey, buddy. <laughs>
0: I'll
1: put an ounce on <laughs> i know you will <laughs> and richard don't worry i even have blanks i have the blanks for you as well there you go so
0: there you go folks that was one of the big reveals tonight was going to be the new newest arsenal piece to the ninja tackle world the seven foot dagger single piece single piece that can um, run. you can play with it the salt too it's not just a freshwater beat That's right. Yeah.
1: It's, it's definitely, you want to throw it on the kayak. That was kind of the first intent for it. Or if you're, yep. Uh, Kayak fishing. um, If you're walking the beach, throwing some small stuff, flounder fishing, I know G2 coastal. uh, He's really looking forward to getting these um, in his hand. he does a lot of flounder fishing. So uh, it'll be perfect for walking the beach on that. Um, It's got a lot of versatile uses uh, in both freshwater and and saltwater applications so larry grossman came out with the ultimate comment you ready let's hear it there it is i like oh, it larry man. let's get let's yeah let, let's get straight to it um so before, they are, before right, right before we uh we went on to the podcast we uploaded them to the website uh they are going to read Number count for- better not drop everybody oh there it goes the number counts okay right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, did it really
0: was coming you did
1: <laughs> how many were on and how many left <laughs> 35 28 <laughs> oh my goodness no this is not for selling stuff this is just for getting to know us but since he asked oh, we're gonna it's answer the question uh they're gonna go for 180 a lot there of you your go. good inshore rods we see they're in that 2250 range uh I just want to keep following in the same footsteps of what we did with the daggers. And uh, I want to put a high quality product in my end user's hands for the best price I can offer. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen, they are on NinjaTackleVA.com.
0: You can go hey. there. We're still going to be talking for a few minutes so you can <laughs> run it. The- we just accidentally backed over all of my seven footers. <laughs> this is this is larry awesome. i
1: love it i love it larry that is awesome that's right.
0: it true braid that's it that is the big reveal uh i didn't see a text come through for you that's why i haven't said anything so if there's more you need to send me a text real quick so i can get it and look who me no uh, alex he posted in the comments there uh
1: but you I mean know, like uh a... oh oh that one you mean like a new eight foot six fishing rod that that hasn't even hit the website yet i didn't know you were going to talk about that one so i left it alone but all right let's do this there it is so uh this one i haven't quite got uploaded yet but 50 50 split rod we use this a lot while we were in cape cod as well um a little bit heavier uh and we don't have to talk a whole lot about it but it's an eight foot six 50 50 split. It goes up to uh, an ounce and a half. Um, really, I was throwing a lot of two ounce stuff on it and it was doing a fantastic job. Uh, also, set up for th- this one is actually set up for, I want to say it's, it's dual rung, but uh, the only real big difference on this one is it's a kind of hybrid between the seven foot and the rest of our rods, where most of our rods all run with double footed K Wag guides. This one, your first guide, the stripper guide, is a double-footed KWAG, and then the rest of them are all single foot. So um that is just another arsenal, uh, something for your arsenal on your lightweight fishing days, or if you want to have another option for casting lures, uh fishing from the pier, whatever the case may be. We found a need for that one as well. Uh, and we'll have that up on the website hopefully in the next day or so. So the three piece is I don't know why I thought it was seven. I don't know why I thought it was eight, because I remember we saw it. Are you talking about my prototype I haven't told anybody about yet? No, that rod. The eight-foot-six is a two-piece 50 Oh, I thought you said three. I'm sorry. No. I was like, what do you mean three? <laughs> no, that that's okay. the other rod that I haven't really told okay. anybody else about. <laughs> sorry. sorry. I was
0: like, um, we we had discussions earlier about something, and that
1: was not supposed to come up tonight, but okay. I'm down. Yeah, you know. There you go, cats out of the bag. That's uh that's the two new ones that are rolling out here for the spring. But oh. the seven-foot seven-foot inshore style one, that was probably the one that everybody was looking most forward to, especially me. Yes, I I have two. I mean the seven-footer with a one-piece. It's
0: I only have one seven-footer solid, if I remember correctly. That's my mojo. Um, probably one of my favorite in rods, mojo bass. Absolutely love that rod. It's been one of my favorites. Uh, Justin and I, we fished the Causeway and uh in the kayaks with it and it has just been versatile on everything from a paddle tail to um jerk baits even mm-hmm. rolling through oh richard I-, I haven't forgot about that richard i will ask that here in a second um so the seven foot as i can see being uh so versatile in all those pieces because you can hit both markets and you nice. fresh and salt it's going to be solid and the tip on it from what we were talking about the tip is was faster it's fast action yeah medium heavy fast action right so all of that's gonna go let's justin let's go tonight Eh, we'll see (laughs) i'm tired i'll admit it (laughs) um okay so the last quote the question that richard asked uh price point on the eight
1: foot six it'll it'll be below 200 and that
0: when's that one going on the website? A couple days? Should be should be up tomorrow. There you go. <sighs> All right. So, there we go. So, now you've had two rod reveals tonight, one I didn't really know about. And that one even works. Surprise! <laughs> so, I might have to be getting two rods tonight. All right. Um, so, after the show, everybody, make sure you head on over to NinjaTackleVA.com. And go ahead and order your rods. He does have them in stock for now until the end of the show. For now. I, I, <laughs> I, I, I think they're going to go kind of quick. I think they might. <laughs> the, count, the count has started to slowly come back up. So that's telling me people have ordered and come back already, which is good. They, they may have here. I'll tell you in just a second, actually. Let's see. Chris, as far as the blanks and all that stuff, you guys can uh, – we won't go into that one on here, if that's all right. You guys can link up on that one after if you don't mind.
1: We have blanks. There
0: you go. Okay, okay so this is why I love live because you can get a little bit interactive when it comes into this. Uh-huh. All right. So uh, moving into now that we have new rods to go by tonight, and this is also why I told you all to have your credit cards and PayPal handy. There was a reason for it, I promise And I have a second reason for that as well. So our episode tonight is sponsored by True Braid. There will be, at the end of the show, a code that will come out. Look at that pretty little line. There will be a code that comes out from True Braid for a limited time, as in limited as in we're talking a couple hours here. So if you're on the live, you're the only ones that are going to hear this. And if you're listening to this on Friday, you're not going to get it. So... Alex and I are kind of texting in the background here, and I know he's watching, so uh, I'll let you know when to drop it, but TrueBraid will drop a limited time order availability for lines. Okay, yep, he's got me.
1: And you can use that new one to spool up your new dagger. I can. Uh, Alex, can we discuss anything else that may be coming out from you here in a minute that might go well with the dagger?
0: I almost want to send him a link,
1: have him jump on the live while he's sitting in his living room, completely unprepared and unaware. It's something that I requested, and I was very persistent about requesting. And I don't know if I'm allowed to say what it is yet or not. Has he responded yet? (laughs) He he just put, I'm not watching. um, So I'm not
0: sure what he's doing here. Lime green. Actually, John, you bring up a great one. Um, He just, (laughs) John just brought it up, lime green braid. Um, if you hadn't heard the new color just came out the other day, a little bit of Smitty surf fishing esque love, hot pink, hot pink. Yeah, it's pretty too. It is real pretty.
1: Alex may be helping us fill some gaps with some lower pound test for said seven foot
0: rods. I I noticed yesterday on Truebraid.com that there was a few 10 pound of the variety available and the 15 pound variety available. There you go.
1: There we yeah. go. All right, so there it is. Cat's yeah. out of the bag. We, we, we asked for that. And again, why I like working with people like Alex and, and Joe and Bama and just, you know, all it, the, the gamut of everybody that we work with is I, we can have those relationships and work together on something versus, you know, if I called Berkeley and said, hey, I need this. I'm not even going to get a phone call back. let alone being able to speak directly to uh, the owner and designer of something and say, Hey, I want this. And they do it. I mean, it's working together and and I wouldn't have that with a brick and mortar. No. And that's the cool, I think it's overlooked. Um,
0: If you're not in like what we do, the talking and all these pieces, uh, we all really do talk to each other quite a bit. And we really work together and try to make things more. And if you're the, you know, if you're not doing what we do here, you don't always see that. But on that same note, all the people that aren't in this industry, and you know, don't do YouTube or any of that stuff, that don't have into the text groups, you post stuff on Facebook. A lot of us watch it, see it, and talk about it to make it a reality. Yeah. Because those pieces really matter. Your ideas are great. They they really work. And if you can't get you. what you want, how can, you know, how do I, who do I ask about it?
1: If you put it out there, one of the people are going to hear it and somebody's going to do
0: something.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, I, I've loved the network from being so small. Uh, you know, Frisky Fins, Alex, and I'm probably going to forget somebody, but, uh, you know, obviously Bama, I mentioned him, uh, Bearded Brad, being able to work with him, uh, Jared from uh, G2 Coastal, uh, Jordan, sorry. Cool. Jordan, G2 <laughs> Coastal. He, I, you're getting ready to get a comment about that. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, having met with cameraman Ron and, and Angler, Angler up with Brent and, uh, you know, Perdido Blaine, just having been able to work with all of these people on a small scale and network more like a family is a tight group of friends, almost family. It, it's, It's rewarding in itself to be able to do that.
0: Yeah. So obviously, one question that just uh, came in from Richard Matt: Can braid be used on the seven-foot and eight-foot
1: sticks? Absolutely. Absolutely. Designed them with the intent for them to be used predominantly with braid.
0: And then the both rods were seven to. 14 pounds? What, what, what was the test line again? I can't remember. Uh,
1: seven footer. I don't know. I can't remember all my own stuff. That's why, I have, to ride, that's why I have to ride it on the fishing rods. <laughs> oh, before you do that,
0: eight it is to now 17. Your, Oh, eight to 17. Eight pound to 17. So if you do this order thing that we're going to talk about here in about just a couple seconds, um, you will be fine. It is now... An hour and 17 minutes into the show. That means it is your third and final bait check. Hey, there's an order. So yeah, if you haven't done so yet, make sure you pick that up. Check that bait. Make sure it is good to go. This bait check has been brought to you by Rogue Reels. Rogue Reels Fishing has a bunch of really cool pieces of gear and rigs to take a look at for shark and uh, surf. And a bunch of other ones, not to mention line cutters. He has those in stock. Really cool things to take a look at. So thank you. Rob from Rogue sponsor, I appreciate you. I'm always happy to hear you. Josh Barfield had to hop off and order a seven-footer. Yep. I was
1: getting ready to say, can we give a name drop? I was going to say Josh Barfield uh, just ordered the first one off of our website. So uh, we'll see if we can't throw a couple cool things in there for you, Josh. I really appreciate it. That's good stuff. Josh, way to go. Beat me to it. I appreciate you on that. All right, Alex, I know you're listening and I got your text. Go ahead and drop
0: that in the comments and I will, and I will spew it out because that's going to be the adding piece to this for the last set of questions. So we got a little bit off topic. This is like a re- regular
1: genuine live, like we do on Panhandle fishing
0: report. Mike and I love to talk. We're good
1: at that. I, I, I would much rather be it this way. I know if I, if we didn't do it this way, uh, Bama was probably going to call me and give me, give me a bunch of crap. Uh, I structured him too much. I should have let him free, free ran a little bit more. <laughs> no, he challenged me after he did his. He's like, yeah, you know, he he took his uh he he, he took his podcast at a medium pace. So we we want to step it up a little bit. Yeah, I really <laughs> enjoy the podcast, I really <laughs> did. He,
0: Genuine dude, great, really fun to talk to. I very much so enjoyed recording with him, and you know, I will always be thankful for that that he gave me the time and he gave everyone. So I'm glad that he could mess with you about it. That's what really matters to me.
1: Uh, mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> I hope he hears this. He, he will. All right, ladies and gentlemen. So in order to not lose more viewers, but here you go. If you go to truebray.com, ninja demo40. Ninja Demo 40. Oh! 40% off any True Braid order until midnight tonight. That is June 1st. That's it. Ninja Demo 40 is nice. your code. You 40% off tonight on an order of True So Well done, shooting, Alex. Here you go. And thank you, Alex. Seriously, we're. I can't say any, I can't say more good things about you, bud. I wish I could, but I can't. And I look forward to when our episode drops. We will do one that we have already talked about it. That is going to happen. I am very excited about that. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. You have till midnight tonight. Um, That is East Coast time. So you got a couple of more hours left. (laughs) Make sure that you go ahead and get in there. Again, Ninja Demo 40 for 40% off any true grade order. Might be ordering some tonight.
1: Boy, I hope Jen's not looking at the account because there's going to be a lot of money that walks away. I would say, and and that, that discount code applies to his website, not mine. Yes, yes. Not <laughs> <laughs>
0: and the number count just dropped again. <laughs> yeah.
1: Are are the numbers dropping because they're going to look at this stuff on on the websites or they just don't want to hear about it? (laughs) It could be either.
0: I mean, it could be like, you guys are just rambling. You're not talking fishing anymore.
1: Oh, that's right. All right. Let's do some fishing. Here we go. What are we talking about? All right. So what has
0: been your biggest lesson learned in your industry?
1: (sighs) Burning bridges.
0: Um.
1: I, I feel like, uh, when you're a small family company and you're working with other small family companies, uh, in corporate world, I I learned just how devastating burning bridges could be. Uh, so that was something that I wouldn't say that I've learned it in the fact that I've burned any bridges that I'm aware of now. Uh, but it is something that I hold wholeheartedly to some of my business practices and making sure that, um. I keep all lines of communication open um, and really just try to stay away from burning any bridges and establishing better relationships. You're good man. (laughs)
0: Where is your favorite place to fish? Uh, And I need GPS coordinates. so,
1: (laughs) (laughs) So for almost 20 years, it's been the Outer Banks. Um, and it still probably will be the outer banks. We catch a lot of the same fish that we've caught in other places. Uh I will say though that in the last five weeks, having fished uh Alabama, having fished Florida, um, having fished Cape Cod and 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 being presented with opportunities that honestly wouldn't have otherwise been presented. I said that, John. <laughs> um if it weren't for some of these other opportunities, uh, I don't know if it's so much of a favorite place, or is it having the opportunity to fish different places now? Um, You know, before I'd tell you certain places that I like to fish in the Outer Banks, like I mean, there's certain places I know, if if I'm looking for dinner, I know where I can go to grab dinner. If I'm looking to fish for fun, I can do that too. Uh, I I, I, it's tough to say now, I, I, I never really had having worked so much in the corporate, corporate world and then doing this uh, at nights and weekends, I never had the opportunity to experience a lot of new places. Uh, I think just experiencing new places in general has kind of become addicting, to be quite honest. Try, trying to go somewhere you've never been, figure it out, get a collective uh, group thought thing going together and you know, flipping coins. Do you go this way or do you go this way? So now,
0: now you're going to have to find out something. I mean, you've hit the New England fishery. Mm-hmm. That's always a fun one. Outer Banks, another dream place for many people. I mean, Seriously, many people want to go to the Outer Banks. You've hit two of the major dream spots. And now Florida, you've started playing very heavily into that. You know, you've played up and down here. And now you've got South Florida on the list mm-hmm. uh, to go
1: with that. So now it's Texas and then the West Coast. I would absolutely love to go to Texas and try some stuff out there. Uh, while, while I was down there, one of the opportunities or one of the people that I got the opportunities to meet and, and spend a lot of time with was uh, Wyatt from Salt Strong. Uh, he's from Texas, so talked a lot about their fishery and a lot of cool stuff that they do. Uh, he does a lot of wade fishing, apparently, um, something I'm just trying to to learn. Um, I wouldn't mind going down there and trying that with him. Yeah. Oh, like like what yeah <laughs> literally super smart and a great dude really he is dude. he is um the only person Morris- i know they can literally fall asleep on the beach in the middle of a group of guys in the middle of a conversation
0: <laughs> he did
1: actually That's like, yeah i did
0: i remember that <laughs> uh, a couple of them here so jim morrison jim morrison actually has been shooting me some text messages back and forth he's in ohio uh he runs down there quite a bit and he's taking his daggers out but he's uh he, he's definitely showing me some fun stuff
1: with his he loves it down there dude Jim thank you. I was gonna say jersey's definitely something that uh I'm great at taking notes oh yep uh-huh uh, <laughs> i I hear you Mikey um I say I can't even get you to take time off from work to to go with me for a weekend down to Hatteras let's start there okay? let's, start,
0: let's start small let's let's start
1: small um Jim, I appreciate it, man. I really look forward to uh seeing some of those pictures. Absolutely. Uh
0: Barry is an apparently,
1: apparently we need to go to Jersey. You might have to. I'm sorry, Barry. We drove straight past you guys.
0: No, Barry's so Barry is one of the guides over in Jack's. Uh love, love hanging out, with Barry. Yeah, uh, we got an episode planning on there. Uh he always oh, just warned you. He let him let him know. Like, uh. <laughs> I
1: really appreciate it, Barry. Thank you group trip <laughs> road trip road trip road trip john oh, are we down for a road trip matt you're listening are we down for a road trip who's down that'd be, that'd be fun
0: <laughs> all right so here we go with uh last two what do you wish a new angler would do before starting their journey into surf fishing
1: ah okay great question um really kind of goes back to something i touched about earlier homework and research um there's so much information out there now that wasn't out there ten years ago. Uh, you have YouTube, you have Google, you have uh, you know even your your podcast. It's doing the research, picking a target uh, target species, and and more or less showing up prepared. Um, and the only reason that I suggest that is because it's going to make your trip more successful. Uh, Another great resource is going to the tackle stores, the local tackle, tackle stores, asking them what's biting, um, you know, fish for what's there. You know, you may be fishing at a certain time of the year and you may want this big particular fish. Well, they may have migrated out. They may, they may not be there yet. They may already be gone. Um, yeah. There's always fish there. Uh, I, I highly suggest study what's what's in the area that you're going and then prep your tackle to fish for that particular species or a handful of species, you know? And for me, that was a hard lesson to learn for a lot, a lot of years because I didn't understand how fish migrated. Um, you know, I didn't understand that a seven foot black tip shark really doesn't care if it's got a number two hook in his mouth, um, same thing, uh, it's, you know, fishing with seven-knot hooks, nine-knot hooks, if the predominant fish in the water is pompano, then put on a smaller hook. Um, Smaller hooks can catch bigger fish. Uh, And sometimes if you're out to catch fish, that's all you really need. Um, But from a prep standpoint, uh, and you don't have to go buy a bunch of tackle. And I definitely don't say you have to go buy any of the daggers or anything like that. There's a lot of really good rod-reel combos out there for less than a 100 bucks pick you up one or two of those uh and try it see if you like it you may not like it if you do like it then you can upgrade from there
0: <sighs> oh tony just jumped on with one wanted to say matt thanks for making the trip and coming down here to pompano showdown it was a long haul but it meant a lot to the panhandle language which it, we know it did
1: seeing you fishing with you and having it the way it was a blessing i'm sure we'll see you again we will we will definitely see each other again. I'm looking forward to that one particular video. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> so, that's okay. He told me he's got a video coming out. It, it's it's a near and dear video to me. I don't want to. I don't want to burst the bubble. Larry also won his dagger, and he has
0: been crushing with it. Oh, Larry! Oh, Larry was the one that won it. Mm-hmm. yeah larry grossman
1: oh larry i'm sorry man I, if i'd have known that was you I, I saw you collected at the show uh i didn't know that was you i would have definitely liked to honestly i'd like to have been the one to hand it out
0: barry his wife hasn't deleted the lady dagger
1: oh we should have talked about that that yes. the pink monster that thing is outstanding that's a very 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 pretty rod exact pretty same exciting. rod as our 11 foot spinners i'm sorry they're not up on our website yet um Honestly, I'm selling them faster than we can get them on the website just through word of mouth. But for, it is a very, very pretty colored rod.
0: It is. It is.
1: <laughs> All right.
0: So we've covered a ton today. You've unveiled two amazing things, two amazing rods. We've got a lot of fun stuff to go buy right after this. So we're gonna go ahead and close this out. Any, Let's do it. Final, any final closing thoughts that you have tonight on? Fishing and running and tackle.
1: Um, I tell people all the time, you can't catch fish from your couch. And if you're playing a video game, they don't count. Uh, so talk. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, no, I mean, I, I say get out there and do it. Um, yeah, yeah. is that Abby? Hi, I'm Abby. Still recording, yes. yeah that's (laughs) happy um no i say get out there and do it uh socialize use the network uh there's something that i learned about saltwater fishing a long time ago that is different from a lot of other fishing uh unfortunately freshwater fishing as well the community that revolves around surf fishing is very much a help you kind of community uh it is not uncommon for somebody to come out to you and want to help you, want to do something uh, for you. So it, it was a great way to meet new friends, um, pick up a new experience, and get some time and spend it outside. You know, take your loved ones out there and, and just go do it. Go, go do it. <laughs> well, I appreciate
0: you, brother. And I appreciate you coming on and recording with this whole episode with me. I know it's been a long time coming, and I'm Absolutely. very thankful that you gave it uh, all of us the time with all the knowledge that you shared and especially for everything you've done through ninja tackle for all of us so thank you no and
1: I I can't thank you guys enough uh, I, I'll be honest it, any 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 order of any size it, it's we' are not a big company we don't have a big warehouse it's uh there's not a lot of employees that that are that are running this it's uh it's a very infant business and we can't do any of it without you guys and and honestly from my family to, to everybody we appreciate it more than you know thanks all right don't hang up obviously you're going back into the green room for a minute and we'll talk after got it all right thanks buddy thank you all
0: right ladies and gentlemen so this was an hour and a half episode i apologize partially not completely it was a great one excellent episode matt gave us a ton of knowledge i hope you were able to get a bunch from it uh as you heard two new rods available for you on ninja tackle va.com and also TrueBraid is hooking it up as well tonight with a huge discount to get yourself all spooled up for those new rods so i appreciate you i appreciate your time and everything that you've given us tonight i i got nothing bad but to say but i'm loving it man so have a great night you've been listening to finding demo surf fishing i'm out <laughs>